Welcome to the Rooted and Reaching podcast, a ministry of First Baptist Church in Charlottetown, PEI, Canada. At First Baptist Church, our vision is to be people deeply rooted in the amazing gospel of Jesus Christ, who then reach out into our neighborhood, city, and the world as we live and share the good news. Here is this week's Rooted and Reaching message from FBC Charlottetown. I have attached to my Google Calendar four different calendars. They interact, sometimes <laughs> conflict. Four different ones that I have to maintain. The first is my kind of ministry work-related app, right? So when there's deadlines or projects or appointments, uh, that's the one I put it in. They're in red. And there's the blue one. That's the family calendar. That's so Annette knows when I have an evening meeting or I have an appointment. Often that's the one I forget to fill in. So I'm looking at it in red going, I have a meeting tonight. And Annette's looking at her calendar going, no, you don't. That's the blue one. Then there's kind of a gold-colored one. That's the staff calendar here at the church. So again, we know like who's on holidays or what room's being used or what ministry's taking place in what room. The fourth one is kind of like the normal calendar. This is the one that tells me like in amidst all of that, when is Gold Cup and Saucer Day? Like, I need to know right there. I'm from away. I don't know this stuff innately like some of you do. Um, uh, when is Islander Day? <laughs> what is Islander Day, frankly, as, a, as somebody from away? But these four calendars all kind of at the same time, and I've got stuff that, that collides on them uh, all the time. In this new series that we're starting called Generous, we're going to talk a lot about time and calendars and schedules today. We're going to be looking in this series about the ways that God abundantly provides. Like not just supplies, but abundantly provides. How God is generous, so generous into this world. And so, as I say, today, with talking about calendars and schedules, we're talking specifically about God's gift of time today. So, as, begin, as we begin, I, I want us to think about an, another calendar, maybe another two calendars. Let's put it that way. There's this calendar that doesn't show on my phone. Let's call that God's calendar. It often gets in conflict with my calendar. You hear people in church often talk about God's timing, right? It's God's timing for something. It's a real thing, uh, God's timing, demonstrated throughout the scriptures uh, in the entire story in the Old Testament of the Israelite people. It's the story of them waiting on God's timing. It's them waiting, waiting thousands of human years for God's timing in sending the Messiah to save them from eternal destruction. In our Wednesday Connect group recently, we were talking about the work of the Old Testament prophets, how they were called by God to get the people ready for something that, as it turns out, you know, in the case of Isaiah, wasn't going to happen for 700 years. That's God's timing. And if the Bible makes anything clear as we read through it on this topic... It's that God's timing, not our timing. God's timing 
is not our time. And God's calendar is rarely synced up with our calendar. And as we're going to see, the fact is it should be our calendar that's synced up with God's. So for today's teaching on this principle, I invite you to look with me into the the New Testament book of James. That's where we're going to spend our time this morning. Uh, Chapter 4 of the book of James and verses 13 to 17. Now, this portion of Scripture comes within a section that is speaking to the Christ follower about how they should be living their lives. It's already spoken up to this point about obedience to the Word of God. It's uh, already talked about watching how we talk both to and about one another. It's highlighted what it means to live with godly wisdom and with humility before the Lord. And now beginning at verse 13, James is writing about the way Christ followers should handle their calendars, their schedules, how we who follow Christ should allocate our time. Verse 13 begins this way. Now listen, you who say today or tomorrow we'll go to this or that city and spend a year there and carry on business and make money, why, you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You're a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes, and all such boasting is evil. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. Okay, keep, keep the scriptures open there. We're going to look back at those verses uh, individually now. So in these verses that I just read, there's two calendars being talked about here. There's my calendar, and there's... God's calendar. My calendar is the one being talked about in verse 13. Today or tomorrow, we'll go to this city or that city, spend a year there, carry on business, and make money. See, this is the calendar that gets used when I enter a goal or appointment into my schedule that's more than just a reminder or more than just an intention. This is when I enter something into my calendar and I say, this is absolutely going to happen, 100%. James is teaching us that's pretty presumptuous. God has granted us the gift of time. It's people, when I say, I'm absolutely going to do this on September the 7th, that's me assuming, is that somebody's birthday, by the way, September 7th? Okay, good, well, happy birthday early. I am absolutely 100% going to get you a gift on September the 7th. I'll put it in my calendar, okay? Good. This is me assuming that I have control over all of the cause and effects that are going to happen between now and then. That I have control over everything that could possibly get in the way of me shopping for blessing. As if I go out and get my own daily bread. Right? As, As if it's me who decides that I get another day. That's me sitting in the seat of God. That's me trying to enter stuff into God's calendar, deciding all the things I'm going to do this week, this month, this year, the next 10 years, and enter it in my calendar, confident that it's all going to happen because I'm in charge of my calendar. 
God's calendar, well, that's the one referenced in verses 14 and 15. In those verses, we get this reminder that I actually have no business trying to assume the seat of God, who is sovereign over everything, and that includes time itself. Verses 14 and 15 say, you don't even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You're a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. See, these verses are, are saying as clearly as possible that we, can ha- we have no guarantees of tomorrow. So for me to say concretely through my calendar what I absolutely will or won't do tomorrow is once again me replacing God's calendar with my calendar. Now, that's not to say that we don't make prudent plans We do make plans. For example, by October this year, should we get to October this year, if the Lord wills it, come October, we'll already be knee-deep in Christmas Eve planning around here. We plan because we want to give God our very best, and that takes planning ahead of time. But whether or not we see December the 24th, well, that's not in our hands, and that's not in our control. Christ could return 10 minutes from now, and that would be way better. When we start to get our heads around this idea of the existence of God's calendar and our calendars and how they don't sync up, those verses 16 and 17 talk about the danger of mixing them up. As it is, You boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. Here's James saying when we make promises and when we make commitments on our calendars that we really and truly have no control over ever following through on, sometimes it's more than just good planning. Sometimes it's boastful. It's arrogant. In verse 16, James calls it evil. Let me put that another way for us. When my calendar is knowingly placed in front of God's calendar, that's when I'm in danger because I'm no longer in full submission to God. Now, uh, with that said, we can have intentions. Like, it's, it's really a good thing to say, I would really like to meet you for coffee this Thursday. Let's plan on that. But it's God's will if it happens. It's God's timing if it actually takes place. Yeah, we can have good intentions and make prudent plans so long as it's clear in our minds that at the end of the day, it's up to God. It's His will and His timing. Because my timing is off a lot. I think sometimes it's the perfect time for something only to find out it is not at all the perfect time for that. And I only find out after the fact what would have been really the perfect time for that At which point, God says, I knew that all along. Follow my calendar. Follow my timing. So, if God's timing is perfect all the time, I felt like it would be helpful for us this morning as we're thinking about being generous and being generous ourselves with the time that God has been generous to us by giving. I wanted to give us kind of three, I'll call them guardrails, 
that we can use, kind of fall back on, to make sure that the calendar that we're using is God's calendar. And here's the first thing. The first guardrail is that we need to first acknowledge Jesus as Lord, God as Father. And we need to make him literally the center of our lives. Not the center of parts of our lives. Not, to, not connected to some of our lives. But the absolute center of our entire lives. Stop being the center of your own universe and put him there because he built it. It happens when we purposefully, when we verbally give our lives over to Christ and ask him to be Lord of everything. And when we put all that we do, whoever we hang out with, whatever we devote time to, whatever we don't devote time to, and we hold it, hand it over to his calendar, I mean, that is a freedom that's pretty hard to put into words. It's up to God. It's his will. When we live every day, every moment in full expectation of the Lord's return at any moment, at a time that God himself has chosen, that eternal perspective uh, should place our calendars in the background while placing God's calendar in the foreground. So, number one is to acknowledge Jesus as Lord and make him the center of your life. The second thing, second guardrail, ask God to set your schedule. Ask him to directly uh, shape your daily rhythms, your priority setting, Literally, have him shape your day as he wants it shaped. Making time for whomever God brings across your path. This is the proverbial divine appointment thinking that comes into play here. See, God's calendar already has some things written on it with your name beside it. You just may not know it. There are people that you're going to meet for a specific purpose that God's already ordained. You're going to be in a place that you didn't actually plan to be, and they're going to be in that place, and they didn't plan to be it, but God planned it. It's already on his calendar. It'll be something significant, a chance for you to minister to someone, a chance for you to bless someone, to be blessed, to hear a testimony, to offer a testimony. To send that text at just the moment that that other person needed to receive it. Finally, number three, align yourself fully to whatever God's calendar has for you. Now again, this is well, the third time I've said this. This is not, you know, have no idea from moment to moment what you're going to do next. That is not what God calls us to. By all means, be responsible, but be in submission to God's timing and to be in submission to his will for your life for the use of the time that he gifts you. Yeah, be prudent. Plan is necessary, but remember, it's only going to come to pass if God decides that it will. He's already on the other side of that event anyway. He knows how it's going to go or if it's going to go. How about you just submit to his calendar? So this series is called Generous. God is the one who abundantly, generously provides all things to his people. He provides all the time that we need for his purposes. All that time comes from him. All the talents and the skills needed for his purposes come through him. 
and all the material resources that we would ever need, including money that are needed for His purposes, flow from Him. The one thing, the one thing that He asks is that we keep that generosity going, that we keep His resources flowing, keep His provisions moving. God has given us today up to this moment, 1046. We have no idea what's going to happen at 1047. So in this moment, at this time, just commit to God that whatever comes next, whatever He has for you, this hour, this minute, this afternoon, just commit yourself to it. Do you know what He wants you to do today? Do you know what He's asking of you today with the time that He's given you today? Are you open to finding out? Are you open to asking Him? If today's message does nothing else, I pray that it, it just challenges us to honestly think about just how many times we place our calendars in front of God's calendar. We make our timing more important than God's timing. We make our purposes more important to us than His purposes. As the worship team comes back together, and they're going to lead us in a, in a song at this point. And we're going to turn our attention to the Lord's Supper in just a moment. But today, as you're thinking about your calendar, thinking about your schedule, thinking about the way you prioritize or allocate the time that God has given you, today is a day to make it right with God. If you realize, whoops, I've been looking at the wrong calendar. Be legitimately sorry for that. Admit that you've put God down on the list of priorities instead of at the top where he alone deserves to be. And if you can make that admission today, if you need to make that admission today, be sure that you also fully receive his forgiveness, that you fully receive his grace, that you commit to laying your calendar underneath his calendar, letting his schedule be the one that you're going to follow because he's been generous and has given you all of that time. So follow his calendar, heart, mind, soul, and strength. You've been listening to the Rooted and Reaching podcast, a weekly ministry of First Baptist Church in Charlottetown, PEI, Canada. Our theme music is inspired by Ben Sound. For more information or to support the ministries of FBC Charlottetown, please visit our website, myfbc.ca, today. If you found the content of today's podcast encouraging, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast and drop us a comment. In addition, consider sharing today's Rooted and Reaching podcast with at least one other person this week who might be blessed through it or become better biblically rooted through it. Until next time, thank you for listening.